Build, elevate, learn, love, accountability. A journey to self with Bella Crimson. Hello, welcome back to my podcast. Um, it's been a while. I am so incredibly sorry. Um, moving has been a lot. Training has been a lot. I actually... Um, got sick too. Uh, I didn't know I was sick until recently. Actually, I had to go to urgent care because I had a fever for like three days. Um, two of those days I didn't know. And then I realized on the third day. And then the fourth day, I kind of waited it out to like see if it would go away. And it did for a little bit. But then the next morning I woke up with the fever again. So then uh, like a few hours later, I did end up going to the urgent care um, and I found out that I had been fighting mono <laughs> for like three weeks. Um, I've never had mono in my life and so I'm late to the trend because apparently it's something that several people get in high school um, and college. I'm about like 12 years too late. Um, <laughs> um, don't know who I got it from, but most likely a friend that had no idea that they were that sick. Um, Cause the more common symptom is tiredness. So that like, I have a lot of hardworking friends so easily they could just be exhausted. <laughs> but I also tend to share food and drinks with my friends. So that could easily be how I got it. So now I'm on a, if you'd like me to try out your drink, tell me what drink it is and I will also get it. <laughs> or I'll, you know, if it's, you know, at home, we can make it, you know, tell me what you made and I'll make it. Um, or, I'll order the same food, you know, if, if I want to try what you tried or cut off a piece so I can try a piece that hasn't been touched, you know, that kind of thing. Um, no shade to anybody, I just, it literally took me out for three weeks. I lost out on a lot of opportunities in those three weeks and I would rather not have that happen again. Um, I haven't been sick in a really long time and that was very much not fun for me very much not fun um but i was able to learn a lot about myself during that time i was able to focus on things just mentally and emotionally i you know i could although i had to focus physically to get my rest and everything that was pretty it was easy physically it was hard mentally and emotionally because I'm a very productive person so being forced to rest um, especially when I don't know why because uh, my symptoms were um, I had a constant headache and I don't take pills unless it's supplements and I really tried to make I tried to take the supplements in more like herbal form if I can um, or if I can consume those supplements vitamins like through food or drinks, I'd rather do that. Um, but other than that, like I really don't, I don't take pain relievers, I don't take any of that. Um, so I dealt with a headache that wouldn't go away 
Um, so that was really annoying. And then I got leg cramps, body aches, um, but because I train in stunts and I've been doing a lot physically, I just assumed that, you know, I was just tired and my body was tired and I wasn't giving it enough rest or recovery time. So I was like, all right, I'll rest, I'll recover. Even went to the chiropractor, um, went and got a massage, which are things that I'm going to continue to do because my body needs it anyways, especially since I plan on being so much more active. Um, I'm happy that I went and did that. I'm happy that that's the journey that I ended up on, even though it those two things would not help the mono part, it did help my body feel better, generally speaking. So I am grateful that I ended up there regardless. Um, and then I had nausea uh, only a couple times, which I'm grateful that that, because I really don't like being nauseous. So it only happened a couple times. Um, and then fever. Fever is what scared me. And that's also when I knew something was wrong. Just because I really, I don't, I don't get sick. <laughs> so it, it threw me all the way off. Um, and it made me feel like it was hard for me to think during that whole time. Like, even the, fir the first two days I had a fever, which common sense logic tells you that I had a fever, but when you're when you've been in pain for two weeks um body wise and like head wise any type of thinking <laughs> kind of hurts <laughs> so um so fever did not come to mind but on the third day when i had a little bit more energy i went looking for my thermometer i found it and found out that i had a fever so i went to the store and got some moltrin which is a fever reducer, as well as a pain reliever. So not, you know, what is it? Kill two birds with one stone type of thing. Um, and yeah, so it's it's been a rough time. Um, and for anybody who knows me, I am such a go-getter, <laughs> such a productive person, loves to work, loves to be proactive and just loves to do things. I don't know, I love gaining knowledge, I love learning stuff, I love just being out there, and so being cooped up in the house has not been fun for me, but it has been enlightening. Um, I've learned some things about myself, I've made some decisions for myself. Um, I've really been thinking a lot about my career and like, relationships um and relationships meaning all like friendships romance um you know family things like that and it's all because i feel like i'm really growing into a like a new level of me and some of it is making me feel a little guilty and it's not it's just guilt because I have a good heart um it's and, and also because I check myself that's another reason I know that that's another reason because I I am doing a lot of healing so I want to make sure that my decisions come from a pure place um, so what I mean by, you know, I check myself and there's guilt involved 
is wanting to be careful or be mindful of who I'm spending time with, what we're doing in that time, um, and how I feel during and after I walk away from that time. Um, because I really want all my relationships to be fulfilling, to be positive, to be growing, um, to be very sincere and not to say that anybody is being intentionally insincere um, or um, intentionally negative or you know things like that like not to say anything like that but um, you really have to pay attention to how you feel around people and if you feel drained if you feel unsafe if you feel like you can't express yourself fully um if you feel not completely accepted you know things like that you have to be very careful and that goes for everybody you know that goes for family friends romantic relationships you have to be mindful of how you feel during your time spent with these people and so I've been kind of reevaluating a lot of my connections and love everybody, absolutely, with all my heart and soul, absolutely, like, cannot say that enough. Um, but there are some relationships that I have to change the dynamic a little bit. So for instance, like, I had recently posted on my social media because I wanted to make the announcement and I am hoping that it gets across and if, you know, individual conversations need to be had, they will be had, but that is about the only warning that um, anybody in my life will get. Uh, I would like to be seen as a person and not be objectified. Um, I would like to not be hypersexualized. I would like to not be joked with in a sexual manner. Um, and I would like to nip this in the butt now before I do get into a relationship because I don't believe that dynamic is appropriate when it comes to friends. Um, and I am apologizing on my own behalf on allowing this behavior, but first of all, I definitely did not love myself. Um, and I know that because I love myself now. Um, so I didn't see anything wrong with it. Um, and also, it doesn't mean that there's that there's anything wrong with it. I'm sure there are friends who can have this dynamic and it be whatever. But I am not that friend anymore. Um, so I would rather not. Um, especially for the respect to my future partner. Um, I would never want them to ever think that there is ever a chance that I would do anything with any of my friends who behave this way. Um, never gonna happen. Um, so yeah, uh, and not just like close friends, it's literally any guy like, and not every guy because there are some guy friends that are really kind and really respectful and the closest they come to 
anything is just calling me beautiful, which I appreciate and I think that's very respectful. But when you turn it into actions or like talking about what you would like to do with me or, you know, things like that, um, then it becomes inappropriate. And again, although I have excused that behavior and the dynamic, I will not be doing it anymore. So if you need to be spoken to, you will be. So it is what it is. Um, but it's all coming from love and it's all coming from a place of where I would like to be respected a certain way. And if that means I have to change a dynamic that's been that way, well, I'm sorry. I would also love to not feel like a piece of meat. Thank you. It would be so nice. So nice. Because actually, when I look back at some of the times where I've definitely felt like a piece of meat, it was not very comfortable. But because I had already excused the behavior, I felt like I couldn't, like, stop it. I felt like well, it's been like this for a while, like, why say something now? Well, because I want to. So that's how I feel now. Now I'm like, I don't care that it's been this way for a while. You're going to have to figure it out. You're going to have to reflect and figure out how you can treat me like a person. That's what it's going to have to be. You will have to work on your insides, do something. Or we just don't have to talk. Like, I'm not afraid to lose anybody anymore because I love me and I think I'm great and I'm kind and considerate and when I love my friends I love them very hard and I think anybody would be lucky to have me as a friend so if people want to lose me that's on you that's not on me I've I've let so much slide and I'm just not doing that anymore and although like I haven't let something slide like I've stood up for myself in plenty of situations there's mu there, there's more that I could definitely put my foot down on and this is one of them. Also something that I've been learning about myself is, is being confused about how I feel towards um towards somebody I'm attracted to, you know, during like the talking process, the hanging out process, um, just being confused, like being attracted to them and all that, but, you know, when they kind of like push for something, you know, um, whether it's like kissing or for instance, I've been in a situation where I was hanging out with this guy that I was attracted to and, um, you know, I, I had the, imp not the impression, but just because of the dating profiles that he was looking for. Actually, I don't remember because he deleted his profile, so I tried to look back at it and I can't remember, but I feel like Cause I wasn't saying I wasn't swiping right to anybody that didn't have like open to long term or like open to life part you know those kinds of things like somebody who was open so I think he was like open to both like open to short term open to long term um so it was just kind of one of those well he seems open to both so like let's see where this goes um I was annoyed by him at first not gonna lie but then he grew on me <laughs> Being annoyed by him should have been my first red flag. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, uh, yeah, I hung out with him a couple times. And although I enjoyed myself, 
there was a red flag that I did not see as a red flag until much later. Not so much later, but later than I would have liked. And to me, it concerned me um, that I would allow this and I was wondering where it came from. And what happened with him was so he made he made the moves, you know, to go ahead in for a kiss and all that stuff. And I personally, although my body enjoyed that um, and was like, wow, this is nice. But also we're feeling a lot right now. This is, woo, it's been a long time, you know, kind of thing. Um, although my body was feeling that, my mind was like, this is too much. This is a lot. Oh my gosh, stop, pull away, you know, kind of thing. And so I did, and he thought it was adorable, which didn't make me feel good or bad. It was just kind of like, hmm, okay. <laughs> like, I mean, like, it was, I didn't, I didn't know what to feel at all. I was so focused on the fact that, like, woo, this is a lot. He kept going for more, and... Although it's nice to feel desired and it's nice to feel wanted and, you know, it had been a while and, you know, maybe my self-esteem needed that, but I was not ready and he did not respect that. And I even had told him, like, it's been a while, I'm feeling things, I'm not really ready to continue you know, this much, like, this is, this is kind of a lot for me, and, you know, just brushing it off, like, you're so funny, you're so cute, I'm not trying to be, I'm just, it's been a while, so, sir, please chill out, but, like, because my body was kind of, like, okay with it, you know, I was confused, so I, like, I didn't say no and I didn't really stop it um, once I realized, you know, what it was. It was kind of like, oh, you, like, like, it ends when you want it to end. Not when I ask for it to end. Not when I say that it's a lot. Um, so, like, that's another thing I've been realizing, you know, taking all of this time, being stuck in bed and sick. Um, yeah, it's it's been it's been a lot, you know. I really don't like gossiping. I have been guilty of it. I've said it in previous episodes. I am really trying to get out of that habit because it does become a habit after some time. After some time, it really does become a habit, and I really don't want to don't want that. Um, I'd rather talk about amazing things and talk about people that inspire us, like, why can't we just focus on that, um, and loving on each other, you know, um, I don't want to go out anymore, not to clubs, not to bars, um, unless it's a Korean bar, because I haven't been to one of those, and they tend to have, like, Korean barbecue at the bars, <laughs> and I would also just love to be, you know, immersed in that community a little bit since I really want to go to Korea and I'm learning the language and stuff so like eh 
that depends. It depends on how that ends up. But I do know, like, generally speaking, I'm sorry. Generally speaking, I don't really, wait, I totally turned you down. You better go down. <laughs> like, what? I totally turned, thank you. Okay, I totally turned the volume down and put it on silent. And it was still speaking, yelling at me. Um, yeah, I just don't, I don't really drink um, I may have like a glass of wine like every few months and that's being nice about it like it's it, it I don't really have an interest um, I'm happy being sober I think it's great I love me sober <laughs> I don't need to escape from any type of reality my reality is great um, I uh, I don't really want to be around drunk people. Um, I don't find it very fun, especially if you're sober. Um, I just, I just don't have that interest anymore. So it's, it's, I don't really want to go to places where that interest is important or like matters, you know? So like going to a bar, going to a club. Um, but also like, I just don't enjoy some of the people that go to those things um and also i don't want to be out late like i like to be at the gym at 5 a.m i don't want to be out late and i'm not losing sleep to go to a club or to go to the bar like i don't care um i will go salsa dancing though sometimes i think that'd be nice but i'd rather do that on the weekend because on the weekend i don't necessarily have to go to the gym so during the week maybe it depends on how i'm feeling but like, I don't know, I just, I want more substance in experience and adventures with friends and just people and, or even just by myself. Like the other day I started writing out a list of all the places that I wanted to go to and explore that were either like free or not a lot of money. Um, just to care more about the experience than like wine and dine and all that stuff. Like going to museums or like the Japanese gardens or, um... Uh, landmarks out here and stuff like I haven't done a lot of exploring especially by myself and you know I think this is the time to do that since I'm going through so much of a learning time with myself and just wanting experiences and knowing that there's not really a lot of people in my life that feel the same way I do about things like about drinking and about going out like and there's nothing wrong with that absolutely not I'm just realizing this about me and so it's it's a really big transition when that is something that you've become accustomed to and you know everybody that you're friends with or like the majority of people that you're friends with do these things it's like such a culture shock for the person who is transitioning to being a different type of being and yeah I don't I don't really want to entertain that anymore because I feel like the more I entertain the things that I don't want to be involved in um the more the opportunities that I do want to be involved in that are aligned to me um It'll take longer for them to reach me because I'm continuing to allow things that don't align with me to be in my alignment. So, yeah, I'm going through a lot of changes. <laughs> a lot of changes. Um, yeah, I just, I'm feeling grown. 
I'm feeling ladylike. I don't feel like, I don't know, being somebody who is seen as hot, but in like a, only a physical way, you know, like it's just, mm, it, mm, no, I, I want to be, when people like see me and look at me, I want them to be like, wow, she's strong. Wow, she's a boss. Wow, she's ambitious. Wow, she's so smart. Wow, she has such a big heart. Like, that's what I want people to see. I really, I mean, although we all know physical is the first thing people see, which is cool. I just don't want to know what you see. Unless it's literally like, if you're just like, you're just so beautiful, like you look like an angel or something like that. You know, that's kind, that's nice, but I don't want to hear like, you're so fucking sexy. Okay. All right. Like, I just, mm. which is why like, I'm also kind of changing my wardrobe too, to be a little bit more classier. Um, not to say I was, you know, and not to say there's anything wrong with people who want to show a little more skin. And I'm still showing some skin. Like, it's just, I want to feel, I want to embrace my feminine. I feel like the feminine part of me that I was embracing was the part of me that wanted attention and it was the wrong attention. And I can say that as somebody who has kind of grown out of that attention. Um, and so I didn't... I didn't really think that way before and it's because it wasn't in the front of my mind but I do feel like in the back of my mind um, because of some of my trauma that the only attention um, that all attention was good and also that the only attention that I was going to ever have had to have some connection to sex or sexual desires and I will not be allowing myself to do things like that. Um, if you know if there's something like that's kind of why I stopped doing boudoir because people stopped seeing not even stopped because there were people who saw the art in it but a lot of other people did not um and I just had so much experience in boudoir that it was just unless you were paying me it, di it didn't really do anything for me anymore because the, the the comments were grotesque and um and it didn't really make me feel good wow i'm just changing and my change does not mean that anybody who lives the way i used to live or who continues to do the things that i'm choosing to stop doing that does not mean there's anything wrong with you and why you're doing it i just know me personally a lot of the reasons why i allowed this to happen a lot of the reasons behind my choices was coming from trauma and because i am healing from that trauma i no longer have an origin i no longer have a reason i no longer have an excuse for why the things are happening so that is mine if you if yours is just you kudos to you babe i am all for it but mine wasn't me i hope that nobody takes anything that i am saying about the reason why i'm making my changes offensively because it's it's literally just because i'm growing from my trauma i'm healing from my trauma and there are just 
there are just things that I know I'm supposed to do. Um, like, I truly feel my life's purpose is to spread love, happiness, and kindness. And I can't do that if I am participating in things that don't embrace that. If I am participating in things that the root has nothing to do with any of those. Um, that's why the conversations, like the gossiping, um, it's different when you're venting. Venting is for release from one's spirit, from one's, you know, heartache, stuff like that. But it's another thing when you're literally just talking shit. Like, that's a whole different story. That is gossiping. You don't have to talk about this person. And I don't like when I do it, um, which is why I've been trying really hard to, like, not participate and not bring up, like, situations that don't matter anymore. Um, and every time I have done it after like realizing I don't want to do this, I've totally checked myself and was just like, girl, we, we need to stop. I know it's, it's so normal and we don't see anything bad by it because we're just talking, but like, no, it's not okay. Like it's still gossiping. We should not be doing this. Um, so I'm working it out my dang self. There are conversations that I have witnessed, experienced, um, where people are not speaking kindly about other races. And I know that that's their second nature, that's their upbringing, or that's normal for them. I would rather not participate. Um, I've, I've spoke my piece. Um, I'm not repeating myself. Um, I will just not participate in the conversation. I may walk away from the conversation. I just, I truly believe I'm meant to love everybody. I want to love everybody. As long as you're a good person and you treat people with love and kindness, I literally do not care. I think you're a beautiful person. I think you're a great person. Your character is what matters to me. And that's the point that I'm making. Um, and again, not knocking anybody, I just, I am changing into this person and I would rather be surrounded by growing conversations, by, you know, happy conversations, by, you know, the negative conversations that, you know, maybe somebody's going through something and they need help or they need to talk it out. Like those are the conversations because it's a healing conversation, you know, it's it's a insight conversation. It's not just talking bad about somebody. It's I need to get this off my chest or this is what's happening and I don't know what to do about it. You know, like those conversations I'm here for because it's a part of your growth. You know, I just I don't want to participate in conversations that are just unnecessary and don't help anybody. They, they're not good for anybody. I just want to be happy and I'm seeing the things that make me feel good. I'm, you know, paying attention to the experiences that make me feel good, to the healthy relationships that I'm having or, you know, that I'm working through and stuff like that. I'm, I'm realizing everything um, and it's hard. It's hard because, like I said, you've grown so accustomed to the way dynamics have been um, that changing them feels almost like you're breaking up or almost like it's a little scary because you may lose somebody because the dynamic has changed. Um, 
And I've also been told by people that the reason why we are friends is because of the dynamic. Is because the dynamic works. It's like, okay, well, if you, if it's easier for you to not be friends with me because of who I'm growing into becoming, um, then I love you. And it's not going to be easy, you know, having to like now, like not, you know, have you in my life, but I respect your decision and yeah, like I wish you the best. Um, but I'm, I'm done sacrificing me and belittling me to make everybody else happy. I'm not doing it anymore. I've done it for far too long and I'm good. I'm so good. I'm so good. I have a job to do. I have an impact to make. And I, I've always understood that, but I didn't realize how much the way I live my life also impacts the purpose that I, I have, um, how it's not really aligning and I need to get aligned. So it is what it is, sending love to everybody. This is not an easy thing to talk about um, <laughs> at all. Um, but thank you for listening. Thank you for being supportive. Um, thank you for understanding. Sending you all so much love, abundance, and happiness. And thank you for allowing me to have this as a safe space. And I hope with each episode, hopefully they'll be more consistent now that I'm feeling better. And now that you can see that my my space has kind of come together a little bit more. Um, hopefully this can be a more consistent thing. Um, but thank you so much. I hope as the episodes go on, this becomes more of a safe space for you. And I love you guys so much. I'm sorry that this was a really long episode, but yeah, we had a lot of catching up to do and some things to talk about. You're amazing. I love you so much. Thank you for this opportunity. It really does mean a lot to me to be able to share my story with you, my life with you, my vulnerability and transparency with you guys. Thank you so much. And if you can please rate this episode, rate this podcast channel, share it with anybody who you feel like they can relate to any of um, the episodes that you may have heard, please subscribe, follow on whichever platform you're listening to. Um, if you do listen to this, please, please, please screenshot it and post it and tag at Bella Crimson with two N's at the end. That is my current Instagram. Haven't made one for the channel yet, but maybe I'll eventually do that. But if you can please screenshot and tag me in it to let me know that you listened. Thank you so much for everything. I love you guys so much. And until the next episode, be blessed.